Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Today I want to talk to you as sort of a follow-up on the most recent episode of the Authentic Health Fridays podcast that I do with Dr. Gus. And in that podcast, if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly encourage you to do so because we talk about not only the habits that we should all adopt for a healthy and prosperous new year as it relates to health. I mean, we're very specific about what we're talking about here. It's about health and wellness. There's so many different habits that all of us need to adopt for a healthier lifestyle and mindset and focus and goal setting and all those all those good things that we like to achieve. But in this particular episode, what we talked about was not just the habits for good health, but also how to create habits. And the reason why this is so important is because so many people are going to be starting New Year's resolutions or they already have and they're, they're fired up and it's so great. I mean, I get excited thinking about all these people at, at this time of the year that are truly uh, pushing themselves to be better than they than they have been in the past. And, and there's just a there's some sort of a newness about a new year that makes us want to set new goals and, and in a way transform from who we were in 2023 or the prior year, whatever that year is, to something new, something better. Most of us don't think most of us don't think want to go backwards and set resolutions to be worse than we were in the previous year. So I think it's a really good thing. The problem is a lot of folks, and in fact, more than not, don't succeed. There's some ridiculous statistic about how many people have completely abandoned their New Year's resolutions by as early as like February. I mean, they, they just don't last long at all. Well, why is this? Well, there's a number of reasons. One of them, I think, is just tactics. I don't think they understand that to truly create new habits and to truly create new behaviors, you have to first and foremost realize that that's what this is. It's not just habit formation. It's not just it's not just deploying willpower to make yourself better and to make yourself do something that you've never done before that you don't want to do anyway. Look, here's the thing. If it were something that was already a habit that you enjoyed, that was easy to do, that you were motivated to do, then it wouldn't be a resolution. You wouldn't have to resolve yourself to do something that you're already doing. So why are you having to resolve yourself to do it? Well, it's because it's something that you just haven't done in the past. You have never decided to eat less. You've never decided that you were going to exercise more. You've never decided that you were going to practice mindfulness. You're never going to read more, study more, be more patient, be more kind, be more giving, express more gratitude. These are things that obviously are not natural instincts or already built-in habits that you've or behaviors that you have adopted and executed on or you wouldn't have to put them on a New Year's resolution list. And what I want to do, and this is going to be, a, there's a bigger overarching theme to what I'm doing because I think that as I have looked at my podcast and the audience and the things that have been interesting to people and fr frankly just taking a look at, okay, what 
is the greatest value I can bring to my audience? I mean, you know, the motto is improve always and always. And, and I try to think to myself, what are those things that I'm really good at? There's plenty of things I'm not good at. I'm not good at learning foreign languages. I'm not good at playing musical instruments. I'm not good at a lot of things. So, but there are some things that for some reason, I just seem to have developed sort of a strong acumen for one of which is behavioral science. I know how to create habits. I know how to make myself adopt something new that might at first be challenging and then ingrain it into my daily habits, who I, and and, and also it becomes a part of who I am. And one of those things is health and wellness. Now, granted that a lot of that has to do with, it's just something I like. It's something that means a lot to me. And so I thought about that. I was like, okay, well, let's, I, I, maybe you're onto something. Because it means something to you, then you're able to attach habits to it that are easier, not easy, but easier to sustain. And so it a, kind of a light bulb went off. And so, you know, I've developed this course uh, a while back, a couple of years ago, called Massively Transformative Habits. And essentially, what I have done in that course is I've tried to pull out those things that I think have the, or those habits that we should all form that will lead to the greatest amount of transformation in our lives. And they have to do with, with your health, your relationships, uh, you know, productivity, all these, these things that are probably would be pretty obvious if I list them all out, which that's not the point of this episode. But I thought as I, before we even get into this new year and before we start the resolutions, there's something that I would ask you to do right now while hopefully if you are somebody who has set some some resolutions for yourself, I hope that you'll take a step back and start and add this, add, add what I'm about to talk about in this episode. And I'll probably put some things in the show notes to help you work through this, but I, I want you to go through this exercise and use it as a uh, as a companion to your resolutions. Okay, so I told you that I like to identify habits that I want to form that are going to be massively transformative, that are going to really transform me into something massively better than what I am. I don't want to just kind of work around the edges and and do something that's going to yeah kind of make me better. No, I, I mean I'm. I'm a 48-year-old who wants to feel like a 28-year-old. I want to jump higher, run faster, sleep better, be more loving, be more patient, be more productive than than anyone my age. I don't I mean, my, my Ryland and Abby always laugh at me. That one of the things that really frustrates me is when people say, "Oh, you look really good for a 48-year-old or for a middle-aged dude." No. I don't want that. I want to be someone who is so massively transformed that I look really good for anyone at any age. And when I say good, and that sounds so vain and and uh, shallow, I mean healthy. You know, my skin's bright. I look. I'm happy. I'm joyful. There's a smile on my face. Uh, hopefully, the most of the wrinkles are caused by smile lines. That's what I'm talking about here. And as I thought about that, I thought, well, before you can really get a habit or a resolution that later becomes a habit to really stick and take hold, it's going to take something else. It's not, it's not just the, before you can get to the massively transformative habit, you got to get to your massively transformative purpose. 
there has to be a an overarching, massively transformative purpose to why you are pursuing this massively transformative habit. The MTP is something that is used by Peter Diamandis, who is one of the, um, he's the founder of the XPRIZE uh, and Singular University. He's a brilliant futurist thinker. Um, he, he's partnered with uh, Stephen Kotler on numerous books, uh, my favorite being Bold, and I highly recommend the book. And essentially, what the way Peter Diamandis describes the MTP is the this world-changing idea that is so powerful that you start to it, it, you start to align all of your tasks and your your projects and the things that you're pursuing around this massively transformative purpose. And I mean it's huge. It's so big. It's like it's like curing all world hunger. It's like curing cancer. It is the moonshot. It is it is it is taking yourself to a level of thinking uh, that is beyond what most of us can even really comprehend. It's like the moonshot of your life. And it means so much to you that you 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 will like devote resources of time, energy, money, whatever it takes to pursue this huge purposeful event that you have determined is your massively transformative purpose. You are, and obviously transform by its nature is to change, right? It's to transform from something to something. And so I think that if we're really going to be able to create a massively transformative habit, or call it your MTR, your massively transformative resolution, you've got to have a massively transformative purpose. So that begs the question, why? Why are you deciding to put those resolutions down? And here's what I hope happens. If you go through this exercise and you determine for yourself that, let's say that you've got, I don't know, four or five resolutions, and if you just have one even, but you cannot describe what the massively transformative purpose is that this resolution will lend to that you'll eliminate it. Get it off your radar. You know, one of my um, my resolutions, for lack of a better word, for this year is to make sure that every single thing I'm doing, I mean, I'm talking about every single thing I'm doing throughout my day, this podcast, this moment right now that I'm talking to you, all of it, in some form of fashion points to my ultimate goals and ambitions for myself, my children, and my my, my wife. That That's what I'm doing. I And as a result, if, if those of you who listen to the show and you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have not posted in the new year. I have not. I looked at Instagram for the first time, like for like 30 seconds on my laptop, didn't even use my phone because I don't have the app downloaded uh, just today, just to see if I had a bunch of DMs because I felt bad. Most people, they, you know, I, I couldn't assume that everyone saw my message at the end of last year where I said, I'm out and I'm not, it was like late December. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm out for the rest of the year. And now I don't know that I want to go back. I don't know that I'm ever going back to Instagram. So if you don't see me there, it's because I'm not there. I don't want to be there because there's not much on Instagram. And I used to think that, well, to promote this show. And that's really why I did social media. I was trying to 
um, do things that one would put some positivity out there in the world, just kind of share with my, my fellow uh, human beings. And hopefully you would see something that you like. They would hope they would make you want to listen to the show. I promote little clips and, and things from the show, but I've decided that I just dislike it so much, both putting stuff on Instagram as well as, um, just that I, I couldn't, I don't see there's a lot of utility value. And I don't think that of all of the downloads I'm getting to the podcast, I, I bet barely a fraction of them come from Instagram. I don't think that was their organic uh, discovery of the channel or excuse me, of the podcast. So I'm going all in on YouTube. I'm going to do clips and law and this, this episode will be loaded in video form as well as most of the others to YouTube. That's it because it will promote or rather it will lend to my ultimate purpose of building the podcast up and that's it. I think the rest of social media is a waste of time. And it's and it's been very freeing to me because you know I have this massively transformative purpose that I'm pursuing of of building this show and building some other things for my family and I uh, building my authentic health company that I'm I'm uh, co-founding with Dr. Gus Vickery and James Quandall. So my, and which the, the really massively transformative purpose in that is to build a health and wellness company that will truly change the nature of healthcare in the United States of America and hopefully beyond. I mean, that's it. It's not just another supplement company. It's not just another biometric company. It's going to be something that we all hope completely changes the landscape of health and wellness in the USA and beyond. And so now that I have that massively transformative purpose in mind to build this amazing company, then my podcast has to support that. And so therefore, I probably won't have as many guests as I once had from other backgrounds and disciplines, I don't know that I'll be doing a lot of just kind of random interviews with people unless they somehow lend to that topic or that purpose. I'm really kind of at a crossroads as, as that relate as, as that goes. But here's what I know is that if I'm able to pull that off, if I'm able to start building content on this podcast that is truly beneficial and truly leads to good health and truly points people to a healthier uh, way of life, then the the show will then have proved to be feeding that purpose of building the the authentic health company, and therefore I'll stick with it. If it doesn't happen, the show may go away. I'm it because I don't care. I I just don't care about doing things that don't have a purpose attached any longer. Life's too short, and I, I don't care about putting things in my mind. Uh, wasting time with individuals that that are just not, not really adding to my life in either a relational way, um, an intellectual way. Uh, it's I'm I'm being trying to be very discerning with that. So I would ask you to do the same thing whenever you look at these 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 resolutions that you've created, because here's what will happen. If you are able to identify your massively transformative purpose and then you and you square that that up with the resolutions or the, that you've made and the habits that you want to form, then those will pull you through during those valleys that will absolutely come. If we only rely on willpower, we will fail. 
I said it last week when I was talking to Dr. Gus about these habits. Willpower is good for getting you started. Willpower is not good for sustaining you. Willpower is an absolutely, it's, it's powerful, it's necessary, and the better you can develop it and hone it, the better human being you will absolutely be. But if you just decide to say, I'm going to do this thing consistently over time just because I said so, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much it sucks, no matter how much I hate it, you will fail. You're not going to do it. I saw. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I think I just, I just saw a, um, a, a promotion or it was, it was a thumbnail, YouTube thumbnail, where uh, I guess David Goggins was on Andrew Huberman's podcast. And it was about how to improve your willpower. And I can only imagine what David Goggins has to say about improving willpower. And I haven't listened to the episode yet. I certainly will. But, uh, you know, even if David Goggins said, I don't form habits, everything I do, I still hate, I hate running long distances now. I hate the pain. I hate the pull-ups. I hate working out. I hate the three-hour stretches or eight-hour stretches, whatever those crazy stretch sessions is. I hate it all. But I gut it out. I, I, I just... I will myself to power to do it. Okay, that's David Goggins. We are not, none of us are David Goggins. But I think that if, as you listen to the episode, you're going to, I'm just assuming, just based on what I know and absolutely respect about David Goggins, is that it's probably going to be more of the case that you're going to figure out that he's got an identity that he has a, that that he has built within himself. So his habits and his actions are all, the willpower works because it it causes him to sustain the identity that he's assumed for himself. He had a massively transformative purpose to become a Navy SEAL, to lose the fat, and to not be the miserable, depressed uh, uh, you know, kid that had been abused by a, by a father when he was young and had, had, had taken racial discrimination throughout his young life. He determined to transform into a healthy warrior, someone that was much different than what he was. He had this massive purpose and Look where it's gotten him. And I think that David Goggins is a great example of what I'm talking about here is that whenever you identify this massively transformative purpose, then it can make you transform into something that is probably beyond what you ever believed. I don't know that David Goggins could have ever conceived of who he would become. And the reason why we love David Goggins, those of us who watch David Goggins and were inspired by his life and, and his book, Can't Hurt Me, and all the things he's done, is because we're, we're watching someone that is doing something that so few humans have done at that level, which is to completely match their purpose and their habits and their life and their identity into something that is beyond what most humans can endure and become. And so as you start this year, I encourage you to find your, you know, Simon Sinek calls it the why. Find your why, you know, and uh, Nietzsche said, he who has a big enough why can overcome almost any how. And Viktor Frankl, he echoed that as well in Man's Search for Meaning, and it's it's woven through logotherapy, logo being your purpose. It's what you, it's, it's, it's why you exist. It's why you're doing what you're doing. And that's what will pull you through. You see, if we just go to the gym to sweat out, you know, an hour on the treadmill because we think we want to lose some weight, we want to look better in our clothes, 
that's not going to, that's not a great purpose. It's a purpose, but is it really massively transformative? Adding to it that you want to reduce your A1C levels because you're a borderline diabetic and you want to be there for your wife and your children in your older age and you want to be able to play with your grandchildren. You want to have a quality of life to sustain you. And you want your wife, this is a big one too, guys. You want your wife to be proud of you. You want to you want her to look and say, My husband is a warrior. I he the, the discipline that he has exercised to take control of his health and his body and his well-being, it just it's sexy. It turns me on. I, I'm just I'm amazed by what he's done. Okay, that's where we start to get into purpose. And because here's what'll happen is. If you just leave it between you and the goal, it's just, I just want to lose some weight. I want to look better. I know I'm supposed to, and I'm by God, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to start doing all this extra stuff. Okay, that's fine. But that first day that you're really exhausted, you're really tired, and you don't want to do it, if it's, if, it's, if you're just doing it for yourself, maybe you get through it. Maybe you don't. Maybe the willpower will kick in and sustain you. Maybe it won't. But if you draw on that purposeful why that, this is not just for me. This is for my beautiful wife who I love and adore. I want her to be proud of me. I want to go home tonight and tell her, sweetheart, I did it again. Crushed 10 miles on the treadmill. I did it. That's what will pull you through. When your kids come home from the holidays and they haven't seen you in a while, they're like, my God, Dad, you look amazing. When all of a sudden they notice a change in your cadence, you're, you're lighter, you're smiling. Whatever, whatever your thing is that you've decided you want to transform from and to, when it starts to be noticed and you're like, yes, yes, that will pull you through. The willpower is going to get you started. But matching the massively transformative purpose for your life and turning some and finding and identifying some massively transformative habits that point toward that MTP that's where greatness happens so I, I just I know that right now I haven't read any but I know there's probably all those new year new you articles and you know look it's just it's just low-hanging fruit for anyone that writes or creates any kind of content the new year. It's just, it's a time of, you know, rejuvenation and rebirth and we're all fired up. We, we survived a year and my gosh, these days, surviving from one year to the next with the country at least somewhat still intact is almost a, a miracle in and of itself. So we're just satisfied and, and grateful for that. But it, I wanted you to just stop and just, it's not just about starting something new for the because you think you're supposed to and it sounds good and you want to lose weight now granted you know with the and that's there is something to just the being sick and tired of being sick and tired you're sick and tired of who you are you're sick and tired of being angry you're sick and tired of having anxiety all the time you're sick and tired of having way more month than money at the end of the year you're sick and tired of not having a loving passionate intimate relationship with your spouse and so you've decided to make some changes to get you more more in, engaged with that and so you're you're going to create some habits of you know of spending time with people that you have and in nurturing relationships that's all that's all amazing but attach that purpose to it to sustain you on those times when you just don't want to 
And so I'm going to be talking a lot more about massively transformative habits as as this year goes on. And uh, in fact, it's I think it's probably going to take a great deal of presence or, uh, or, or prominence within the podcast because that's what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it to be a, a place where you can go. I, I look. I have obsessed over and and steeped myself in the knowledge and the discipline of behavioral science and neurochemistry and in all these things for years and years and years to overcome a lot of um, hereditary issues, a lot of things that I watch other people in my family that they've they've dealt with uh, with regard to depression, bipolar disorder, um, just bad choices and. My way of dealing with those things was to try to hedge against my natural inclinations and whatever uh, whatever genome I might have being being communicated or, or or presented from my DNA from those from that family history to make sure I could identify the presence of it and and change it. And so as I've done that, and a lot of it has worked. I, I am all, like everyone else, I'm a work in progress. But one of the things that I think I've gotten pretty good at is creating and forming these habits and being very disciplined. And it's, it's really weird. The, the feedback is there. The feedback, I, I talk to a lot of people, and I, I just think I'm just kind of just doing my thing, to be honest with you. I'm just trying to do things right. But I, I talk to a lot of people who are struggling with um, creating these habits, creating better choices, making better choices on a consistent basis, whether it's uh, you know finance, health, wellness, it doesn't matter. And so I just I have a heart for people to 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 whatever your goal, whatever your ambition is for you, for your family. If I can play some small role in this podcast that that costs you nothing, that you can tune into it and think, you know what? I, I bet Jason's got something for me today that that he he's he's read or he's watched or he's seen or he's experimented with or he's executed in his own life that I might be able to implement into my life and and get closer to my own potential. That's what I want for everyone listening to this show. I want so badly for this show to have infinite utility value to the the souls that are hearing it on the on the other end of this microphone and so as you go through this year th- just stop for a moment every morning and think to yourself whatever i have planned today how will it either positively or negatively impact my massively transformative purpose steve jobs he had this epiphany at one point in his life about death and he truly contemplated the fact that he was going to die, as are you and as am I. We are all born with a death sentence. And he said, when you start to realize, truly realize, that we're all going to die someday, you become much more, you, you become less. Um, he, 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 he's, he, he's talked about how, he lost a lot of his inhibitions because he realized that you know we're all going to die. So who cares? You got to get you got to get in what you can while you can. And look at how he lived his life. Now some of that some of that manifested itself in a pretty pretty bad ways. I mean he wasn't the the most pleasant guy. I get it, but he also kind of achieved things that a lot of us would only dream of. But he did it because he realized I'm going to die one day. I'm going to say what I have to say. I'm going to do what I think I need to do. 
I'm not going to just sit and and leave it in the hands of other people. And I'm not going to worry about my reputation. I'm not going to worry about so much about, well, I look stupid. Is this, you know, whatever. I'm going to die someday. So I got to do it now. And I'm not there yet. I'm telling you, I'm not there yet. I, I always wonder with somebody like Steve Jobs, it's kind of the chicken or the egg thing. With Steve Jobs, you know, you, you remember how, if you've read anything about him, or if you know anything about him, he was one of these guys that, Truly lived his life where he was very eccentric, and he was to the to to the point where he was kind of mean to people. I mean, he just would, and he did live life on his on his own terms. Um, what was it that he had the reality distortion field? I mean, Steve Jobs kind of created his own reality, and I always wonder which came first. Did was he? the poor young kind of hippie dude eating only carrots for like a year. This is disgusting. He ate so many carrots at one point that his skin was turning orange. That's kind of, that's so bizarre. But was he, was it being like that while he, before he even had money that made him have the money? Or was it when he started getting the money and look, when you get F you money, then guess what? You can just kind of F you everybody and live the way you want to. Right. Um, I don't know which really came first for him. Was it, and how much of it contributed to his success? But I will say this, I've noticed as I've gotten older, a lot of the people that just live life on their own terms responsibly, not just being pricks and, and jackasses. And you know, that's, I, I have no, no respect for people that live like that, but people who just, they say they they know their purpose and they know where they're going. They know where they want to go, and they just refuse to let petty small ball things get in their way, like being embarrassed to speak up in a meeting, like being so scared to take a risk in an investment because they might lose some money. Like guys like Elon Musk, those guys they they kind of rise up and you look and you look at them and you realize that. These were people that they they knew their massively transformative purpose early on, and so therefore it, it went into the calculus of all the other decisions that they would make. And that's what I'm trying to um, convey here today is that as we start this new year, if you do not have your massively transformative purpose, if you are just somebody that wakes up every day, hits the alarm, goes, takes a shower, goes off to the salt mines, you make your money, and it's literally Groundhog Day. A good day is a Groundhog Day because it means that it looked pretty much like yesterday. Nobody died. Nobody got really sick. But you really don't know what it's all about. Um, I encourage you to take stock. Figure it out. Get the most out of life that you possibly can. And the best way to do it, and the best way to, to achieve those goals is to have a massively transformative purpose, to understand what every move you're making, what everything you're doing, whatever challenge comes before you. This is what Viktor Frankl talks about in Logotherapy. This is what uh, Man's Search for Meaning is all about. It's like no matter what the obstacle or the pain or the setback or the hardship is, you're, you know your purpose so even that little bitty thing, that little setback, that aggravation, it's just, it's what's the purpose in it at that moment for you? What, what can you learn from it? What is, what is it that, that the universe is trying to teach you about yourself in that moment? That had you not gone through that struggle, had you not gone through that hardship, yes, you, you wouldn't have wished it upon yourself, but you're there now. So who are you going to be? How are you going to react? Um, I guess it was, I wish I could remember. I was listening to something here recently and 
someone made the point that the only way we really figure out someone's character is during extreme, extremely stressful uh, situations. Hard. You, you, that's the only way you truly find out for yourself who you really are. Um, it was a psychiatrist, and I wish I could remember the exact quote that was used, but it, essentially that was the gist of it is, you know, we, we think we know who the heroes are. We know who we think are the survivors and, and, you know, oh, I guess it was, it was kind of this, this contrarian approach that essentially it was one of the, 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 like maybe Freud, I think, I think Freud said something to the effect that, um, if it, when, when we're all without, when we're all starving, when there's nothing for any of us, that's when we're all the same. That's when we're most equal, right? So, so let's imagine that 10 of us are stranded, like in the movie Alive. There was, I just think they just remade that. The movie Alive where the, I think it was an Argentinian soccer team, they have a plane crash, and everyone there, think about it for a moment, everyone there, is um, they're starving, they're dying, they're cold, they're scared, and let's say they're let's say maybe there's a billionaire there, there's a pauper there, there's someone that's middle class. But in that moment, Freud would say that in that moment, everyone is equal. And maybe this was Viktor Frankl that was it was part of uh, in uh, Man's Search for Meaning at the end of it, kind of the commentary on the audio version of the book, where. He said, no, that is absolutely not true. And let's think about this. If 10 people were all on a desert island or on a frozen mountain and they were freezing uh, to death, then some are going to start stealing the food of others. Some are going to rise up and be the organizer. Some are going to be the supporter, the cheerleaders. Some are just going to completely go nuts and lose all control of their faculty. So the point being, you find out exactly how unequal the humans really are at a deeper level in those, in those moments. I bring that up because we can't really, we hope we don't have to simulate those situations but as you go through your life, be digging in to see in your own struggles and take note of what type of person you are so that you will know how you may react when the time comes. And if you have that massively transformative purpose, it will be a North Star for you. It will be a North Star in those moments of struggle and setback and pain and anguish. So I know I went a little deep there. <laughs> just with regard to New Year's resolutions. But I just think that right now, while we're all fired up and excited about it, take advantage of that. But go deeper. Definitely go deeper. And figure out for yourself, what's your massively transformative purpose? Because if you can do that, it'll help you to save more money. It will help you to eat better. It will help you to exercise more. It will help you to love harder. It will help you to be more calm. It will help you to pick up a book when you don't want to. It'll help you to go to bed earlier when you don't want to. It'll help you to put down that drink when you don't want to. Find your massively transformative purpose. Develop some massively transformative habits habits that support that purpose and live a massively transformed life. This, my friends, is one of the best ways to improve. Always in all ways. Happy New Year. I'm Jason, and I'm out. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.